you are listening to the Moody Girl podcast with me, Emily Fazer. I'll be opening the minds of experts, enthusiasts, and storytellers, discovering their secrets on health and how to make the most out of life. Before we start the episode today, I wanted to ask all of you listeners a question. Did you know that a lot of people are living with lower than recommended magnesium levels? I didn't know this either and had never explored incorporating magnesium into my daily life until I started having skin issues. I now use Better You Magnesium Oil Body Spray when I get out of the shower in the morning and spray onto my feet before I go to bed. I found that when I had psoriasis and hormonal breakouts on my face or body, I would spray it on and at first it really stung. But this was a sign from my body that my cellular magnesium levels were low. The more I got the magnesium into my system daily, the less it stung. It made sense. If you're feeling like you could benefit from having magnesium in your life, I would strongly recommend looking into using Better You Magnesium Oil Body Spray. Link to purchase is in the bio. Now, let's get to the episode. I'm super excited to announce my next guest on today's show, Daisy Harvey, a close friend of mine, entrepreneur and founder of the Loom app. This podcast started mainly focusing on health, but the more I speak with people, the more I realize that if we haven't got the basics right in our lives, then health is always going to be compromised. Studies now show we spend most of our adult life with our co-workers or working. So if this isn't something we're enjoying, then we're going to find it increasingly difficult to fill out our most optimum health. Daisy has started the Loom app, a sustainable bespoke fashion company, and has taken the leap of faith by leaving her 9 to 5 to focus on it full time. I fully commend her for this, and her story is a really important one. I'm so excited for you to hear more. If this is a subject you resonate with, please do hit like, share, subscribe, and give a 5-star review. The more traction we get, the more amazing guests I can get on this show for you. Let's get to the episode. So welcome listeners to another episode of the Moody Girl podcast. Today I am joined by someone really special, uh, Daisy Harvey, who is a friend, entrepreneur and founder of the Loom app that gives people sustainable ways of designing their own wardrobe. Welcome to the show, Daisy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. (laughs) I'm so happy to have you. Um, You know, you and I go way back. We kind of met quite a few years ago. Um, lost contact and since then we've both been doing quite different things from what we were doing you know a few years back and I've been admiring your work from afar Um, so first of all congratulations on that. Thanks so to you as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think like I don't know if I think back to it um, I think the reason that we always got on really well is because we were quite similar in the way that we always had dreams. We mm. always kind of spoke about things that maybe we quite wanted to do or ideas that we had. Um, and I think that's kind of where you naturally gravitate towards if you're naturally like entrepreneurial minded or you have that creative spirit inside of you. Um, and I think maybe back in the day we were a little bit lost, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, you know, we ended up doing things in our 20s, you know, going to parties and, you know, that scene in London, which you know, ultimately, we both knew that we didn't really want to be doing for the rest of our lives. So it's really nice to now see, I don't know, see how much we both have evolved and and especially you. Um, So yeah, so I mean, I kind of wanted to talk to you about, you know, how you've transitioned from, you know, when we were chatting a while ago, you know, I remember you were in a job and it was quite stressful and you're watching people around you and, you know, getting promoted and you just, I felt like you were just really down on yourself. You're like, oh, you know, it's, it's tough. And then now I'm like, Jesus, you know, this girl is like elevated, you know, you've started your own business, you are doing public speaking. Um, Can you talk to myself and the audience? How did you get to like that? shift what shifted for you yeah I think I think it was a bit out of necessity as well so I think if I look back to when I started the big change in my life where I then started my kind of like new career if it were Mm. um it was like you said I wasn't in a very good place mentally 
I was put prioritizing kind of the wrong things and hadn't really thought about, I mean, I, if you'd asked me at the time, I would, I was definitely thinking about my career and what I wanted to do. Um, but I think I put a lot of limits on what that could have been. And so I was, I was in like a job at a big corporate company. I didn't really agree with like the way that they were promoting people, but I also wanted to fit in and kind of get that promotion. Um, and like some, a lot of things were changing in my personal life that made me actually just kind of take a step back. I think I'd got really stuck in the detail of everything that was like my day-to-day -day life, which actually wasn't making me that happy anyway. Mm. Um, and taking that step back and just kind of like reevaluating what, what do I enjoy? What am I passionate about? And if I could do anything, what would that be? Mm. And I think taking those baby steps into that, um, is what really sparked it. And then since then I've, I, although I might not be, you know, just is where I want to be right now. Like I still want to be like a super successful and I've still got all these different goals, but because I'm working towards those and I'm really confident that that's what I want to do, mm. I really enjoy it. And I'm in a much better place. A hundred percent. It kind of just feels, and like, this is the word that has been like, for, I guess for even just the past month for me, um, because there's still been like self-doubt and, you know, that kind of creeps back in when you're trying something that's maybe a little bit out of the ordinary. Um, yeah. But for me, it feels like you found alignment, like you have found that thing that just feels right, you know? Yes. And it's yeah. a passion and you're just going for it. Yeah, definitely. And I think there's definitely like self-doubt is still a huge thing that I have to kind of get over almost every day mm -hmm. <laughs> and like just really be positive about things but I'm just so excited about what I'm doing mm. and that is yeah I think that word alignment is the key thing like I I know that I'm doing something that I'm really passionate about and enjoy and have that like gut good instinct about it mm. and I think that's even in terms of like um so a few years ago I, I was very depressed and I'm and suffered a lot from anxiety I, I feel in a much better place mentally now still suffer a lot from anxiety but not from depression and I think a lot big part of that is one a lot of therapy but also mm -hmm. from doing something now that I feel really aligned with and it's aligned with my values and like I really enjoy it and I'm passionate about it and I'm not putting my energy into something that wasn't quite right and I think mm. that was a big part of that absolutely and I think like so I started this podcast series to kind of look at health and that was like during the pandemic kind of stripped everything back and actually it was like the key to for me to kind of look at myself as a, like a whole human being rather than everything else that I'd kind of layered on myself as like my personality and stuff you know yeah um but I just feel like you know the more I'm speaking to people and even when I look back at where we were like you know no matter how how good we're being with our like exercise routine or what we're putting into our body if we're going to a job that's fundamentally making us miserable every day then like yeah. your health is going to be compromised you know yeah. Um, and I think that's that's what stands like true with you. And I think like this is a message that I really wanted to kind of, you know, portray to any listeners out there. So if you're stuck in a job, um, if you you are investing in your health, but you're still feeling, you know, down, maybe depressed, maybe anxious, the kind of big area in your life that you might need to look at is your career. You know, are you doing something that you're passionate about? you know, are your morals in line with the company? If they're not, then it's quite likely that you're going to be feeling a little bit crap, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you do spend so much time at work. Yes. Um, and I think that's the thing that you kind of forget as well. So like you're just saying, even if everything else outside of work is good, like you do spend so much time and it's going to have a massive impact on you. 100%. I mean, I think I saw like this study or like this, I don't know, I'm not going to give you complete, perfect numbers here but it was like the amount of time that we spend I think it went from like 18 and then all the way up to like 50 or 60 or something and by the time like 18 it's like time we spend with our friends and family it was quite high and then you go to like 
20s and it's like time with friends and family gets less people colleagues gets really really high and then like towards the end of our life it's still like with your colleagues I'm like oh my god are we like actually spending more time with our colleagues than our like spouses than our best friends and it's true we actually are so it is important um which brings me to my next question so I mean Anyone out there who's listening, they might be in a situation that you or I have been in the past um, where they're feeling really trapped at work. Um, They've maybe got an interesting idea or they've got a passion, but they aren't quite sure what to do. Um, I know that you've worked for some really incredible fashion brands. And I don't know if this is 100% right, but on LinkedIn, I saw that you have now quit and you're now working fully for yourself. Um, so one, like, how did you make the decision to take that leap of faith? And also, what would you suggest for anybody else who wants to take that leap of faith as well? So I think for me, it was, so I've done it twice. <laughs> the first <laughs> time um, I had a business that was already uh, working and I it just got to a point where I was like, okay, I had some, um, I I had a startup loan and I was like, okay, I'm going to put everything into this business. Um, And then that's what evolved into my new business. But while that was kind of going through that transitional change, I had to get another job. Mm -hmm. Um, And this time it kind of felt like the wrong thing to do to take on like another stressful job, which I'd left previously. Um, But it was kind of a necessity and then I'd already like I've been there only like 10 months but it was getting back into the same routines and like I was just trying to do two businesses at this like my business and then my normal day job and it was just getting too much so this time it was because my health was starting to suffer again Mm. Um, and I was like this is just too much um so that's why this time I decided to quit and I'm trying to raise investment at the moment and it's a real leap of faith and maybe that's not the wisest thing for everyone to do. Um, but I'm confident everything's going to work out. I think if you are in a job and you have an idea and you're not sure what to do next, I think it's just investigating it and just being curious and just doing something, anything, like anything small. So I think a really good thing to do is to reach out to people who share that interest or who maybe are experts and ask to go have like a quick call or a coffee with them and I think even that will spark more ideas for you and then just start to build on what you could do with it um so I think speaking to people about it um going to like events and just putting yourself out there will help one you feel more confident about the idea but also other people have ideas for you about what you could do um so I think that's a really good place to start Mm, I've always admired that about you in the way that I feel like you've always you know even though we were kind of mixing the same circles where we were partying a bit back in London blah 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 but even when we were doing that you always kind of were adventurous and curious enough to try out something else and like you know how old were you when you went to Paris and lived there for like a year or so that was amazing yeah. <laughs> well, that was out of necessity for my degree but yeah <laughs> I did enjoy it but yeah I feel I feel like having you know as we get older it's like drummed into us a little bit to like be safe and like Mm -hmm. especially with like the cost of living crisis and of course there is a cost of living crisis right now but I'm I'm finding that it's like adding more stress um for staying in jobs that people are really unhappy at because it's like oh god I could never dream of doing something like starting my business it's a cost of living crisis that's where what everyone's saying you know and yes things are expensive um but yeah I think having that curiosity and and confidence in in ourselves can really begin to just shift something um and that's so for you sorry yes I was just gonna say maybe you don't need to start your own business maybe Mm. just from like chatting to people who do share whatever you're passionate about they might hear of a job and then you could just change careers to do something you're really passionate about but not have that stress of it being your own business and everything relying on you Mm, yeah I think that's a really important point actually because you don't have to start your own business it might just be that you need a shift in what field you're already in yeah yeah 
Um, totally. So I wanted to give this opportunity now for you to introduce your business a little bit more to the Moody Girl listeners. Um, so Daisy has started the Loom app. Could you tell us a little bit more about the concept behind it? Yeah, sure. So I I used to have a sustainable fashion marketplace, um, which was brilliant. But what I discovered was that my customers, although they wanted to shop more sustainably, they still couldn't find the exact style that they wanted or it didn't fit correctly. Um, so I started working with the designers I knew to make custom-made clothes. And the process was so simple. Everyone really enjoyed it. And that really gave me the idea for the Loom app. Mm, um, so and I cool. you could make this like really simple. So you could just go online, fill in a form of what you want. Um, and then designers could reach out to you and you could like co-collaborate with them on the designs. That would be really fun. And I don't think anyone else does that. Mm. Um, so that's where the idea came from. Um, and I applied to some business accelerators and got accepted onto one by Fashion Revolution. Wow. Um, circular fashion brands and I was like okay there's something really in this and this is quite unique so I decided to um, stop my old business because there's quite a few different marketplaces out there and it felt like there was something really unique and special about Loom um, and just been building on that I mean on and off for like the past 18 months but the last wow. six months been really focusing on it um, and now um raising investment and a month ago launched our first our like basic website our mvp which is like a work in progress but really exciting to see people using it um so yeah but basically what you can do is if you want anything custom made or um bespoke you go on fill in a form add some photos of inspiration um when you need it by and then all of our designers can contact you um and then you can decide who you work with and have that custom made for you um so. it's it's so cool daisy i'm just oh, like, thank you <laughs> god it's so and every time i see photos of you now i'm like god she looks insane like your outfit's just incredible <laughs> <laughs> i mean the fact that you're just getting bespoke custom clothes now i think it's, and, and i think you're completely right it's totally a unique concept um it's a way for people also it's actually making people become creative again yeah you know? And I think especially in fashion, and now I'm going to get really into my like sustainable fashion mode, but um, I think a lot of us have fallen out of the idea of fashion that it's really personal and that people are making those clothes. So like we go now into shops on the high street, there's so many of the same clothes there and the prices are obviously vary, but if it's super cheap, we don't even really think about what's happening to, for those clothes to be so cheap and what mm. must be happening to the people down the supply chain. Um, so I think with this custom-made clothing, you're working directly with that designer. Um, you're having your creative input on it as well. Um, so it's, it's going to be super unique for you, but also you're supporting people who... Um, you know, it's their trade, it's their whole job. And I think that's a really nice feeling as well to know that you're supporting other independent businesses all the time rather than like, you know, a massive fast fashion company, which although we don't think about it, does have a lot of implications when you're buying from somewhere like that. Mm, honestly, I think absolutely. And and also like just having that connection is bringing connection back into our clothes. and. Yeah that's something I haven't thought about too much and and to be honest even from this conversation now I'm going to be like thinking more about how how to shop sustainably I mean I've always been into vintage um it just takes I think as you say when it's like fast fashion we're so used to everything at the click of a button now um yeah. but this is more of like a process and mm -hmm. and then I think also you have like quality pieces in your wardrobe that you're going to have forever that you can maybe yes. even hand yeah. down to your children and say like I designed this for a particular event and I was like you know worked with this fantastic designer I think it's it's honestly such a cool concept no that that connection piece is so true as well because when you've when you know the designer that's made your clothes as well like they are so special to you and then if something happens you can easily get it altered and fixed mm. or changed into something new 
so yes excited about it <laughs> love it honestly I'm just I can't wait to see how it progresses um and yeah like huge congratulations um and obviously after this as well I'll make sure that I put all your handles in so everyone can listen um, <laughs> and also look up your brilliant website um so yeah so obviously like this is such a you know it seems like quite a big task and operation to to get off the ground um mm. how do you stay focused on your goals um in in kind of bringing this business to life so I think I'm so passionate about it that it's not like a chore to work on it but I think in terms of the focus of what to be working on um it's similar to what we spoke about before I think not getting too wrapped up in the the day-to-day running of it and just making sure to like take a step back and think okay I've got a set amount of time today what's going to have the most impact mm. I think that's a really good place to start it's like just work out okay um what's yeah basically just asking myself that question like what's going to have the biggest impact um and something I've really learned as well is just speaking to people and go and again like just um not being too isolated when I'm working on it because I find that the more people I speak to about it the more ideas I get and the more um I find I know where to take it um I think if you have your own business it's or even if you're just like in any situation really I think speaking to people is a really great thing to do because you'll get different perspectives new ideas and I think it's it's really helps to keep you motivated mm. um and as a very introverted person that hasn't come naturally to me but it's definitely been one of the biggest learnings like get as many people involved as you can yeah absolutely I feel like it's funny because I feel like you've always kind of said you're introverted but I feel like you're like you're not you know the fact (laughs) the fact I feel like maybe like an underlying you know maybe that was in the past or when you're younger you know I think I'm naturally a little bit introverted as well definitely Mm -hmm. um but in the way that you approach things I think that you you can really handle a situation and like you just completely like owned this and like you're public speaking now like how do you find that like public speaking when feeling so introverted I think I think with the uh, being introverted, it's not so much the the speaking to people I find difficult. It's more afterwards I'll be knackered. Yes. Okay. It's it wouldn't come naturally me, to me to go and you know speak to a group of people about something I'm doing. Mm. Um, however, I've learned that so much good comes from it that now I really enjoy it and look forward to it. Um, but I'm not the kind of person that can like go and like socialize all weekend. Like I need quite a lot of time to recharge. So I think that's the side of it that comes through. But um, with the public speaking. Uh, I actually really enjoy it. I get very nervous, but it's always it's always good, I think, to put yourself in those positions. And also, I'm just flattered that people want me to speak at things. So I'm always like, yeah, definitely. I'll definitely do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it's good for growth. So Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I think, like, I don't know, the more and, and I think it's like this cliche thing where it's like outside of your comfort zone. Um, I don't know what yeah. the actual phrase is, but it's like, I don't know. But um, yeah. I have found that like you get so I don't know, the mundane is is where, you know, life becomes so, so boring and, and stagnant. Yeah. But then when we are just taking risks and believing in our ideas and, and talking about it, and even if that does make us feel na- naturally quite nervous, naturally quite anxious, mm-hmm. um, these are all for the greater good, you know. Yeah, and also your business is doing, you know, something, the kind of mission statement of it is that you're trying to, you know, promote living and buying sustainably. So it's like that's also a huge, important topic. And then it's also your passion at the same time. So it's like so infused with like where your morals are at. Yeah, and that definitely makes it easier because if I'm doing like talks on like sustainable fashion or anything like that, it's something I could talk about for a really long time. So it's not <laughs> it's not like a difficult thing. It's not like I feel like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to say. Yeah, um, totally. And like, I don't know, I've been exploring the ideas of like basically 
if we start kind of nurturing our inner child a little bit more and start like listening to our inner child rather than this like adult body that we walk around in like ultimately we're all kind of in there as our inner children um and if we strip it back and listen to that inner child and what they were enjoying as a child and and you know things that used to make us passionate mm-hmm. um do you think that fashion was that for you back in the day like what were your passions as a child uh yeah I think it always was I remember I don't know how old I must have been maybe like 10 or 11 I wanted to be a fashion designer oh. and I sent a letter to um Amanda Wakeley who I don't know if you know she is a fashion designer and she actually wrote back a handwritten letter I don't know if it was actually from her or someone who worked with her but um with like their most recent lookbook um so yeah I think it's something I've always been interested in um I think also as a uh, as a child and a teenager I wanted to be an actress which doesn't really fit with me at all (laughs) so that's what I was really working towards but yeah I think definitely like your inner child I think that comes in with like just being playful as well like Mm. even though it's a really serious thing to like run your own business or whatever your career is it's really important that you enjoy it and don't take things too seriously I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about Cytoplan a unique science-based supplement company with many years of experience in nutritional science and whose emphasis is on quality of product My medical herbalist swears by them as they don't use any unnecessary bulking agents. Before I found out about Cytoplan, I was taking up to eight supplements a day, all with bulking agents in them. It was such a relief to find out Cytoplan products are extremely pure. I now use them daily and I would recommend them to anyone looking for quality vitamins and supplements. They have a great range for many different health benefits. So if you'd like to find out more, Please follow the link in the bio of this episode and check out Cytoplan. You won't regret it. I mean, especially working for like um, big companies where everyone kind of gets swept up into the, like the, how do I describe it? Just like the day-to-day kind of atmosphere and like the business goals, you kind of get swept up with like things that aren't in the grand scheme of your life aren't that important and you shouldn't get too um obsessed with or like upset over but it's really hard if that's what you're the environment that you're in every day and I think stripping it back and like trying to be more playful and curious with stuff and putting stuff into context helps as well 100% I think like and I honestly resonate with that so much because you know, without realizing it, you can get so sucked into like office politics, into yeah. like, and you're taking it home with you. So not only are you spending potentially nine, ten hours of your day, depending on hours, um, with in this environment, using your energy up, then you're going home and you're like watering essentially that energy even more, and just like yeah. putting it in your house environment. It's just like, when are we gonna step back and take time for like what we want in the grand scheme of our lives? And I think that's why I found your story so inspiring because it was almost just like you're like well do you know what I'm gonna effing do it (laughs) (laughs) and I just really rate that and I think it's so cool and like yeah and like also I just think if we invest say like nine hours a day five hours a week for another company and whether that's making money whether it's marketing whether it's accounting for the company whatever your role is within that company you're investing that amount of your life every single week to somebody else's success and yes you might find success in that company but imagine if we could if we had you know and I know this is a luxury but if we could do that for ourselves and and that's what journey you're on right now which I think is like so brave um but also that you've just found something you feel so aligned with um so yeah just so cool I'm so happy for you (laughs) but I think as well like if you're in a in a job and you um like I think having that like like you were saying looking at your inner child and like having that bit of a step back and that perspective of your job can also help you succeed because I think it gives you more of a if you can be more calm and you can kind of focus on things easier and not get swept up with things I think it can really help you with your career if you if you're really happy in your job and you want to stay somewhere and excel I think 
is mm-hmm. also useful for that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's Absolutely. just having that, like that perspective. And and I think like the people I've worked with who have been most success most successful and had the biggest impact on people in these big companies are people who are calm mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. can inspire people to get stuff done, but they're not they don't have like a bad energy around them. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent. I know what you mean. And I think, you know, it's very easy to fall into like negative thought patterns if you're in like the same role for a while. Um, and I think everywhere you work, every job that I've had without realizing it, you can fall into like, you know, bad talking and, you know, Oh God, what else could I be doing with my life? And yeah. But then you you do get those certain few, and I think you're right. Where like I don't know, I think they're, they're like I would call them expanders. Like when you're around them, you want to be the best version of yourself because mm-hmm. they are somebody who's promoting like a peaceful environment, like um, positive role models, like leading by example, that yeah. sort of thing. I think you can definitely get those. And if and if you're listening, and you know maybe the environment that you're working in you found yourself slipping into maybe negative thought patterns and discussions at lunchtime um maybe you could start rethinking that and you could be one of the expanders and and being that positive role model um through your own work so yeah i think mm-hmm. that's i think that's a really a really important point actually daisy because you know some people are entrepreneurial minded and some also might want a career working for somebody else. And there's, I know you can, you can find so much contentment in both of those options. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I wanted to also delve a little bit into um, self-doubt. Yeah. So... <laughs> cool. <laughs> You're like, what? I didn't realize it was a therapy session today. <laughs> um, I know I struggle with it. Um, I definitely struggle with it more throughout my cycle, um, my luteal phase, especially, um, you know, the latter stage of of my uh, menstrual cycle, where I start to doubt myself and I'll have, have self-deprecating thoughts. Like, who, who's going to listen to your podcast, you know? Yeah. who Like, who are you to think that you can do this? There's so many other people out there doing it. Um, and those come in and, you know, the way that I get over those is I'm really lucky that I have a supportive partner and supportive you know I'm very I guess um I guess thoughtful with the people that I surround myself with now and I know that they're going to be like expanders for me like they're positive mind frame they're not going to bring me down we're not going to talk about negative things and shit talk people um so I mean what's your way of dealing when you dealing with it when you have self-doubt uh, I think a big thing for me that I'm even learning at the moment is also recognizing when I am like having self-doubt mm. um, I I think uh, obviously how like surrounding yourself with people who um have a positive impact on you is super important um whether that's like your partner or your friends or your family or whoever that has a massive impact mm-hmm. um people who lift you up um but I think for me one it's recognizing when it's happening so sometimes I'll be like I feel really stuck I don't really know what to do about this problem um and then I kind of start snowballing and just focusing on like one negative after another Mm. and then I end up feeling even worse so I think it's like the first step for me is just realizing when I'm doing that um and then just trying to focus on the positives almost laugh at myself for like focusing on the negatives and kind of make light of that um and I think reflecting on like all the things that you have done is really helpful mm. so um I and this is a bit of a strange example but it's really helped so I'm I was trying to raise investment at the moment and one of the ways um that I was recommended to try and do that was to post on LinkedIn of like updates of what's happening with the business and so what's that what that has made me do is every you know few weeks sit down and really think about okay what have I done in the last few weeks that's exciting and that I've achieved that I can show that we're making progress with the business Mm. and it's so helpful because every time when I go to to like like write a list of stuff that's happened I'm always like I can't think of anything I'm like I don't know what I've done I start to have a bit of a panic like I'm not progressing enough 
and then I'll look back through my diary and like the meetings that I've had and like actually start to think about oh yeah actually this happened and that was really good and that really helps to kind of quieten down that like negative voice um so I think really focusing on the things that you are achieving and not always like looking for the next thing um and taking those moments actually like just enjoy the progress that you have made is really important Mm. Um, which is really hard to do because I don't think it comes naturally to a lot of people because we're always like okay right that's done even though you've been striving for ages to get that done you're then like okay what's the next thing I need to do and you don't actually enjoy that you've actually achieved that thing that was taking you ages to do um which is easier said than done but (laughs) no honestly um I wanted to the whole time I was thinking oh my god I wanted to say something but I was just like no no No, but I was just no I was just thinking like honestly I couldn't relate to that more and like I've been having those discussions a lot where we don't celebrate ourselves yeah like even the small wins and as you say like what a great exercise that you've been posting those on LinkedIn and without that you wouldn't have been able to reflect on how much you're actually doing um and it is all about because even with I mean with clothes everything's fast fashion with takeaways now you can get it quickly cabs you can get it now you know everything is so quick and like when when you're trying to build a business a brand a you know you know a career whatever you want to be doing we expect mm. it to be so quick um yeah. and i think that's just the, the society that we're in but rather than enjoying the process of getting to that end goal because once you're at the end goal then what you know yeah. um and i, I think, think yeah there you go i was just going to say i think as well like comparing yourself other people is like the worst thing and I know we will say this but again sometimes I will like there's people other people who are way further along and they have successful businesses and um I follow them for like inspiration but sometimes I'll be like oh god like they did all this in like one year and I'm still like still trying to get investment and it feels like I'm doing it really slowly um so I think that is a, a thing to like try and not do. Um, and again, it's one of those things that you do without even realizing it. Uh, and and everyone always says this, but what people post is always the best of what they're doing. So you might look at like someone's post and be like, oh, wow, it sounds like they're doing loads, but they've probably done the same as me and sat down and been like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then made a like, list, which sounds amazing, but actually there's a lot of like hard work and things that aren't going well as well behind that. So Mm. I think if you ever capture yourself, like making yourself doubt yourself because you're comparing yourself to other people, that's a really dangerous thing as well. Cause you have no idea what, you know, what help they've had or like what's going on in their lives or what issues they've got. So you, you just can't compare yourself to other people. And I wish I could like play this back to myself like every day because I definitely do it all the time. I'll edit that clip out and send it to you. So you know, yeah. 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 It'll, be, it'll be your positive affirmation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't agree more on that as well. I, I like I'd say one of my biggest downfalls is comparing myself to others. Um, And I listened to this really amazing podcast, which um, it's by this guy named Rob Dial, and he's like this mindset mentor, um, quite like an American dude, like, you know, very um, self-help vibes, but really I found it quite transformative when listening to him. But he was, he did this like, I don't know, it just clicked where he was just like talking about staying in your own lane. And like, mm-hmm. I was driving to work one day in my car and I was just thinking, I was just seeing all these different cars, like in, the, you know, driving in different lanes. And I was just like, oh my God, like everyone is doing their own thing and they are like you know the main character of their life and you know I'm not just gonna go and grab like veer into their lane and smash into them because that's not my lane you know and like whatever I'm doing I am doing in my lane and I'm staying in it and I will do it at the pace that it happens for me and the same for you Mm -hmm. and the same for anyone else out there and I think that's really helped me to like visualize it a little bit more um but of course it's it still seeps back in when you see you know you see something on Instagram or social media and you're just like oh man that cuts deep a little bit but um but also I I think like you know having that feeling of like maybe a little bit of resentment or jealousy is something I'm really trying to work through as well and and trying to be like actually like find genuine happiness from within because 
you know, they've obviously worked really hard to get to that position. Um, and like, well done to you, like hopefully, and I know that I will find that at some point and, and having that kind of genuine feeling, that shift of feeling um, yeah. is where it can kind of change, change that space. Um, yeah. But yeah, okay, cool. So self-doubt, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, obviously, you know, your driving force, I was going to start speaking about what the kind of driving force of your business is. Um, if you could sum that up, what, what would it be? I think the real driving force behind it for me is all about sustainability. And um, so sustainability for the people and the planet is what I'm really passionate about. Um, but I think, so that's what drives me with it. So I'm working with designers who are really passionate about sustainability. We all have the same goal that we want to make these changes um but i think for people who use it it's a it will be about that creativity um so bringing that personal touch back into fashion um uh working with the designers directly um because i think fashion is always going to be a really massive industry people love it they love the self-expression and the the creative creativity of just choosing your outfit but if you can create it as well i think that will be the the unique driving force that pushes the business forward. So I think it's a different, for me personally, it's about the sustainability, but I think for people who use it, it will be about the creativity. Mm, definitely. And I can't wait to start designing as well on it. It's going to be, <laughs> <laughs> got so many dresses and weddings that I want to design for. So um, I was also going to start talking about, um, I know you mentioned briefly about the fact that you've had therapy Um mm. In order to kind of get to this shift, did you, you know, do lots of inner work? Was there like a process there or did it kind of happen quite naturally? Or I know you said a little bit out of necessity, but was mm. there, you know, anything in particular that you found self-help wise that really helped you to shift your mindset? Um, I think it's a good question. I've never really thought about it. To be honest, I think mentally I hit a really bad place. And so I had to seek therapy just to get out of it. And at the time, when I look back, I didn't really think it was doing that much, but I think it had a really massive impact on me. Um, so I think for me, it was like catastrophizing things. Um, and I think a really, something that I always try to remind myself as well is that I think you mentioned it earlier as well about you have these stories that you tell yourself of like who you are mm. or who you want to be but actually no one has to stick in these like storylines that we tell ourselves like you're completely unique and like you don't need to follow these patterns like you you don't have to do something because you think that's what the person you want to be would do like you can do anything um so I think the I had CBT therapy that was really helpful for um like stepping back and being like okay what what's real what actually happened in that situation that I feel so bad about and what are like the different um I'm probably explaining this really bad <laughs> not at all but I'll have an ex uh, experience and then I'd feel really bad about it afterwards but then thinking about okay what actually happened and what are the other different ways that people could perceive it was really helpful hmm. um and then I think from that, like meditating really helps me, um, especially like with anxiety, it's really like nice to take time out and just like uh, headspace, I'm sure everyone uses it, but it's, they always have like really helpful, like daily tips of things to like think about, like for example, the storylines. Um, I don't know. I think it was just, I I was in a really bad place and like very kind of broken and I think it was kind of good in a way because then I could rebuild myself with much healthier um habits and routines and ways of thinking mm. no I think yeah that definitely makes sense and I think I don't know it does I don't know I heard this quote the other day and it can be quite cliche and I was telling it to another friend of mine who's going through something at the moment but it was like a seed has to completely like break and you know um in order to turn into a flower and I thought that was like really a good representation of sometimes when life feels like really really dark and you're like 
I don't have any idea what the, what the future holds for me and maybe mental health is really bad your situation is bad as well like sometimes life does just kick you in the ass and it's just like right okay what are you going to do now like if you if you've been living a life that's inauthentic and you've been doing you've stuck in these repetitive patterns that we all get stuck in because we're still trying to figure out who the hell we are um (laughs) and as you say like you know even once we find out who we are we don't need to stay as that person forever but it it almost feels as though like we pigeonhole ourselves in these little boxes it's like I'm Daisy you know I I'm a little bit introverted or I'm Emily mm-hmm. and like sometimes I will be a bit loud and annoying or do you know what I mean and yeah <laughs> you pigeon yourself with yourself with these like I, I perceptions that you think other people have of you um but actually yeah. just letting go of that burden and being like well actually that's not really who I am like if I strip everything back I'm just Emily and Mm. you're just Daisy and you know and I'm finding out more and and I think that's so for listeners I think that's a really important point so if you're feeling like maybe you're in a group of friends where you're the jokey one and you have to bring that energy all the time and you know you're the one who'll do the forfeits at the pub or the the one who's going to be the binge drinker and you know bring all the alcohol but you don't really feel like that's aligned with who you are anymore, then it's okay to to say, actually, you know, guys, I'm I'm not doing that anymore. I'm gonna do something else with my time. Um and and your real friends will stick around because they mm-hmm. want to kind of grow with you. So I think that's a really important message. And thank you for sharing that, Daisy. Um so uh this is quite a bold question and I don't know if you're gonna be able to like have have it in your head straight away but I wanted to ask what's the best advice you have ever received yeah um yeah when I saw that question I was like oh my god that's such a big one and I've been trying to think of it you know what nothing came to mind it's like one big thing yeah but I think there's things that people have told me along the way that resonate with you at different times so I think that storyline one has been a massive one for me. Um, and then I think a few like other little ones came into my mind and they might be a bit random, but for me as well, there's like, if you don't ask, you don't get. I feel like for me, um, I really feel uncomfortable asking people for things. Um, but then when you start to like put yourself out there, you have to, because otherwise you're not going to get anywhere unless people help you and support you. So um, I think that has been a really good piece of advice for me personally, because it, I'm like, well, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Like I'm worried that I'm going to look stupid or that they'll say, no, they don't want to help me or like they don't want to do something. But if you don't ask, you'll never know. And it's always going to be more positive if they say yes. And if they say no, it doesn't really matter. So that's mm-hmm. been a massive learning for me um and then I think as well just about like collaborating with people like that's been a massive thing to help bring change into my life is like choosing who you spend your time with um and that you don't owe anyone anything like you it's your life like it's it's up to you who you spend your time with and you'll know if you're with the wrong people mm-hmm. um, and then also like just discussing ideas with people I think is really key to like drive and change and learning new things yeah, so, yeah. but not one I, I, what I really wanted to have was like one really nice really like powerful like piece of advice but I couldn't think of anything <laughs> the thing is though I think all of those are amazing like realistic as well like all of those what you've mentioned I feel as though I've kind of been adopting those same kind of processes as well like saying no to more things not feeling like not having anxiety about not showing up 100% of the time for everybody else because sometimes we're not showing up for ourselves so Mm -hmm. that needs to take like front and center for me now and it seems like it does for you and that's like a huge shift when you know people around you are like okay cool she's doing her own thing it doesn't mean that she doesn't like me but it just means that she's working on herself right now and she's got some goals that she wants to get to and yeah. you know as an entrepreneur like you um you you got a hell of a lot to do and also you're trying to see your partner your family there's life's busy you know mm-hmm. um so so yeah I think they were all, all fantastic points thank you so much for sharing and I hope you found it helpful audience <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so I wanted to finish up the show today. Um, if there was anything you wanted to leave the listeners with in terms of um, the work that you're doing at the Map, any exciting, um, you know, I guess, progressions coming up and what what can we expect from you in the future? We'll hold you accountable as well. So this yeah. will also be... <laughs> Good, that's what I need. Um, so at the moment, we are testing and trialing the website to make it as super simple and beautiful as we can. Um, so I think around September, um, September, October time, we're going to do like an official launch. So that's probably when you start to hear more about it. But until then, if anyone wants anything custom made, please come to me because I will do anything in my power to make it happen. Um, so if you have any ideas or any questions please just reach out to me um, and yeah I'll try and help your vision come to life <laughs> also I have to ask is that top custom made no it's not <laughs> no it's uh it's actually a dress no I should have worn something shouldn't I <laughs> <laughs> but you could get something made like this exactly I was thinking I was it. like I love the shoulders on that I was like so gorgeous <laughs> <laughs> um well honestly it's been really lovely you know reconnecting with you back on air for the listeners to hear um I always was you know drawn to drawn to you as a person Daisy because I just think you're so pure like so loyal and lovely and yeah, and I'm really, really happy that you're doing so well. Um, and I'm so excited to see the future of the Luma. Oh, thank you. And yeah, likewise. Um, I think everything you're doing with the podcast as well, it's really scary to do that and put yourself out there like that. So yeah, it's very inspiring. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> oh, it's been my absolute pleasure. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. <laughs> Can't wait to hang out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. Take care. Bye. I'm so, so happy that Daisy came on the show today to share her story with you all. It was strange. Even though I hadn't seen Daisy in a while, I could see so much growth in her from the work she was doing in her business and the fact that she'd gone on to pursue something that was more in line with her personal passions and values. I really feel once we take a step back to work on ourselves and listen to what it is that we really want in our life, it's like everything around us begins to start making sense, falling into place. And when you start stepping into your light and pursuing your real passions, you begin to attract other like-minded people into your life that can help you to pursue these further. It takes guts to follow your dreams, and I love what Daisy's doing. I'm so looking forward to seeing the next steps for the Loom app. If you'd like to find out more on Daisy's work, you can reach her at Daisy Maria Harvey at the Loom app and the website is app.loom.fashion. As always, you can keep up with what I'm up to at Moody Girl Official. You've been listening to the Moody Girl podcast. Until next time. <laughs>